Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. If you are listening on the 50,000-watt blowtorch news radio wham, 1180 a.m., thank you for being with me today all up and down the East Coast and even into the Midwest, a little bit of Canada. We are so glad to be with all of you Today, also, if you're listening on any of the new platforms where you can find the Shannon Joy Show, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeart Podcasts, you name it, we're everywhere. Thank you for tuning in today. We have a very special guest, a regular guest in the Shannon Joy Virtual Studio. Studio Lily Tang Williams joins us. She is an advocate for liberty. She lived in China in her early days as a young child growing up during the Cultural Revolution, Mao's Cultural Revolution. She moved to the United States of America in the 1980s, built a life, got married, had children, built businesses, ran for political off office, chased that American dream. She has been an advocate for liberty her entire life because she knows the reality of living under a totalitarian and brutal regime like the Chinese Communist Party. She has agreed to come into the studio tonight to talk about what is happening in China. It is extraordinary. These rolling protests, the willingness of the Chinese people to stand up week after week and protest, risking their lives, their livelihoods, their freedom. They could go to jail for this, yet they continue to protest this new round of absolutely brutal covid lockdowns. There is so much to unpack today in an hour. I hope we can get to all of it. Lily, thank you so much for being with me on the Shannon Joy Show. Oh, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So let's start at the beginning. What precipitated uh, nearly 50 years after Mao's Cultural Revolution and this brutal oppression under the Chinese Communist Party, uh, we are now beginning to see truly extraordinary videos and images emerging from China as people en masse rise up and continue to rise up against another brutal COVID lockdown. We'll talk about the brutality of it. What precipitated this uh, extraordinary event that many are likening to, to events that we haven't seen since Tiananmen Square 
in China? Well, there were several tricking factors. Of course, the world has moved on to learn how to cope with COVID, live with COVID, without destroying people's lives and economy. But China, because the Chairman Xi Jinping started with top zero COVID policy, mm. so basically they declare war on COVID nineteen virus. And if you live in a neighborhood. In a town, in a city, if there's very, very small number of positive cases, and even no deaths,、mm. they will shut down entire neighborhood, entire city. My friends in Shanghai were under home lockdown for ten weeks, from March to April.、Wow. I watch them every night, hungry, depression, and talking on WeChat, and just imagine the sunshine outside. Flowers blooming. It was very sad to see. Think about Shanghai, the most rich and productive international commerce city, where people had access to some internet. So we knew what's going on in Shanghai. But imagine in other poor part of more remote part of China, like Xinjiang was under lockdown for one hundred days,、wow. and recently. They had a fire in Urumqi, which is the capital city of Xinjiang, where Uyghurs mustn't live, and they had a fire in these tall buildings, about probably over twenty something floors. The fire started on the fifth floor,、mm. but the fire trucks could not get into those apartments. Their doors were welded. I saw the iron bars from、wow. their apartment doors, so people could not get out. One woman got out of apartment. Were hanging outside of the building, and she could not hang on anymore. She let herself drop dead on the、mm. concrete floor, and、uh, and you saw the water trying to get into the building fire, but could not even get to the fire. All the private vehicles on the streets on the neighborhood park there. They stopped working after a hundred days. Battery is、mm. dead. So they、mm. could not re- remove those. So this is just one big incident. The official number is that ten people were burned to death and、oh. screaming, include include like children, the elderly, and the real figure is forty four. You know,、mm. whenever official give you number, just just times four of that much. You know, right? And uh, and uh, and uh, so people start realize. I could be one of those people if this continue to lockdown. So people in Shanghai took protest to the Ulumuchi Road. There is a road named after Ulumuchi. So they were so angry, upset, and and demanded. You know, like they they party to、um, step down Xi Jinping to step down. I was totally shocked in a actually very civilian state. People、mm. had the courage to call for that,、mm. and now, now of course they're going in massive um protests and massive lock, like what you call arrest right now. Because in China, police state is everywhere. Three hundred, three hundred million public cameras can catch your face on those videos. The face, the they, facial recognition surveillance, are three hundred million cameras. In China, as the government now moves to suppress and put down a lot of these 
these protests and to reiterate, it was this fire um, that and these this apartment building was locked down because of the COVID-19 zero COVID policy, the war on COVID-19. As you mentioned in your in your beginning statement, Lily, much of the world, frankly, because of all the protests, because people push back so hard against the the ridiculous nature of some of these COVID-19 policies, governments in at least Western democracies are are very wary of trying this again. Western democracies adopted the Chinese policy for, you know, at the very beginning in 2020, China exported this notion of containing a virus, which is ludicrous and impossible. Yet because China has now exerted such influence on the world, because of business alliances and business practices and the flirtation of Western democracies with this totalitarian communist country, they now have influence. And it was COVID-19, the lockdowns, the social distancing, the masking, the surveillance, all of it, the coerced vaccination and forced vaccination. This was all exported policy from China. Jeffrey Tucker, Brownstone Institute, has done a lot of reporting on this. In the early days of COVID-19, when the U.S. was deciding on policy, it was China that they looked to. It was a trip that bureaucrats and officials took early on in the pandemic to China to witness how they were handling the pandemic. And that is where we adopted all of these absolutely insane practices that we are dealing with today. So what happens in China matters, right, Lily? I mean, this is why we're. this is so important because they have now become a dominant figure on the world stage and they are now exporting. I mean, when you look at the ESG scores in the surveillance state that you mentioned, I mean, this is all part and parcel of that, that influence that China is wielding today. Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend, and they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code Shannon. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code Shannon, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. Well, I was absolutely terrified. And during our past two years, Mm. they 
you know, basically you saw the tyranny of the, our government from local level, from school board level to the city, towns, state, and the federal government, and the entire free world adopted China-style um, tyrants kind of lockdown, totally ignored the constitutional rights of American citizens and totally ignored what the traditional Western value of individual freedom to choose. I don't mind people who voluntarily put a mask on to slow down or shut down their own business to be safe and, and, and to you know take the vaccine. But the force down on people, you get canceled if you even post something about anti-mask on social media. Right. I went to a Facebook jail because mm. I was absolutely opposed to force mask onto our little children and in schools. And and uh, another thing is that uh, why would we learn from a Communist Party playbook to push down on their citizens without even thinking? I watched what happened in Wuhan two years ago. I never thought that similar style will come to United States. So I, I was having a little bit of PTSD. I could not even sleep well during 2020. You know, they lockdowns, then they riots, and the looting, the burnings, and and the cancel culture, and uh, all that movement just remind me so similar to Mao's cultural revolution, similar to today's China. Remember, they were even advocating for vaccine passport to yes. track you. Yeah, and. Uh, what kind of nightmare we're going to live in as a free people pretty soon in this world? And so I, I had to run for Congress in order to get my message out to say, I fear the country I love is becoming like the country I loved. Yes. Why? And Why? It, and if anyone knows, it's Lily Tang Williams. I mean, you experienced, you were a young girl. You grew up... Um, born to illiterate working class parents. You were in China's Western Sichuan province just before Mao's cultural revolution. So you witnessed this with your own eyes. You grew up extremely poor. You had poor living conditions, food rationing, social chaos, and communist indoctrination. So if there's anyone who can see it, clearly it's someone like you, Lily. And this is why, and, and I know that this fire burns in you. I've known you for almost a decade. And this is why you fight. This is why you ran for Congress. This is why you continue, uh, even after you lost your bid to Congress, you continue to speak. You continue to advocate. You guys have likely seen Lily on Fox News. She's been on, in National Review, Epic Times, Town Hall, you name it. She's been everywhere, a relentless warrior for liberty. You can learn more on her website, lilytangwilliams.com. That's lilytangwilliams.com. When we come back, we will continue with the revolution in China and what it means for the rest of the world. Very important topic. We'll be back in a moment on the Shannon Joy Show. Welcome back to the Shannon Joy Show. Today, we welcome Lily Tang Williams to the Shannon Joy Show to talk about the extraordinary, unprecedented, and historic revolution in China, building on revolutions in Iran, the Netherlands, Brazil, Canada, across the globe, individual citizens 
common people standing up against yeah. this global tyranny that seems to have started with the lockdowns of 2020 under the guise of public health safety. It was all a lie. They were wrong about everything. We were right from the very beginning that this was never about health. This is about control. This is about the great reset. And China is the model. This is what makes the revolution in China so extraordinary. It is that the Chinese people face such dire consequences as a result of standing up and speaking out. Death, imprisonment, shunning from society. We're seeing all of it. Lily Tang Williams is with us tonight. You can find her at lilytangwilliams.com to talk about this. She's on Twitter. She's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. She even has her own YouTube channel. She's fighting for liberty here in the U.S. Lily, can you talk about what is happening in China right now? Uh, the scope of these protests, are they sweeping across the nation? How long have they been going on? And what do you think is going to happen in the next few days and weeks in China? Well, like you said, this probably is the biggest protest we saw since 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre. And I heard there were about 80 students on 80 university campuses come out to protest and multiple cities. Mm. And, it, it, and now basically there has been lots and lots of leaders and, and got arrested and uh, they know how to track you. I shared on my Twitter, Lily for Liberty, you can see uh, at all public places in Shanghai, even on the bus, on the trains, please show up. Not just look at your ID, they look at your cell phone for inspection. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to find out if you have any comments about the protest, if you have been to a certain protection per protest sites, and then you will be on their target and, and get arrested. And I'm so proud of my uh, actually hometown people in Chengdu. This young girl was so emotionally passionate, advocate for bravery, say that, hey, we are people. Mm. We are not mm. slaves. We don't want to be continue to be tested every 24 hours to give permission to leave your home and to go out. And we could end up to be dead if we don't fight back. And she was holding a piece of blank paper. Basically, the white piece of paper movement uh, is some kind of metaphor for anti-censorship. Because I, that means I have plenty to say to protest, but I'm going to need you to think what you can see behind this blank piece of paper because I don't want to be censored if I put everything down mm -hmm. there. So this should be a worldwide movement. Like you said, if we don't support Chinese people protest against this, it will go export to other countries. Yes. And the Chinese people are not even armed. They don't have guns. They, they, they are totally disarmed and they have a bravery to do this. Basically use whatever they could find to destroy the blockades and getting out. Like FASCON, factory workers, young people, mm. you know, like 20,000 of them. So there's so many events lead to today's protest point. People just had enough. They thought like what we did. It's just two weeks, Lada. Mm. It's just a vaccine. It's just a mask. And it's just a you know, school closure. It's just this. That's all temporary, right? 
But like, what if it's just your freedom rights gone forever?、Mm. So they just feel young people who grow up, actually, as a new generation is under more prosperous China economy. They they were actually regime supporters. They were not like me who survived Mao's communism. They actually never had this kind of moment to realize what happened to my country.、Wow. What happened to you know? It's like we were doing okay. We were having fun. We were starting our little business, going to restaurant to eat, enjoying music or art. We're not political, but now they realize you can you you can be starving to death. You can be burned to death, and you can be quarantined to death. Well, and, and your dog, your dog's、yeah. cats can be beat to death. Yeah. I well, and I think that this is what Americans do not understand about the state in China today. Went from Shanghai. They, there, there have been rolling lockdowns, lockdown after lockdown, and they are brutal to the point where people are starving to death. In Shanghai, it was ten full weeks. the The videos that we witnessed of individuals desperate. Throwing themselves off of you know ten story buildings, twenty story buildings because they could not bear to be locked in those apartments. The the evening,、um, you know, really it was almost like a it was like a ritual where as the as dusk settled and people would go out onto their balconies and just wail the the humanity of the wailing. It was haunting in Shanghai. Absolutely brutal, and we are now witnessing the videos and the the latest images of these dystopian concentration camps. The first images of masses of Chinese citizens being herded into these concentration camps. Lily, I never in my life imagined I would witness something like this. That is that is. So reminiscent of the Holocaust, where these individuals are herded en masse into concentration camps under the guise of keeping them safe, right? And I can't help but but imagine and wonder if these poor souls will ever come out of those concentration camps. It's happening now, guys. We are witnessing this. The world, amazingly, mainstream media is even reporting on this, which is a miracle. But it, it, it—that's what's at stake here. Am I wrong? Well, I'm glad they're reporting some, and they're building massive concentration quarantine camps. And、uh, you saw the, you know, police and guards walking outside, basically walk by every unit to deliver some. Limited food,、mm. and、uh, you saw like ninety thousand units in Chongqing, and seventy thousand in Guangzhou. It's like a, it's massive.、Wow. And、uh, what are they experimenting with? This is a cruel, and this is inhuman. This is human rights abuses. Where are the worldwide organizations, human rights groups, and the world leaders in free countries to say we got to condemn this, and we were not.、Uh, Do business with you, and think about concentration camps under Nazis.、Mm-hmm. Did we do business with Nazis? No, right? You know, if they were treating their people like this, you know, you you have to come out and condemn it and take the moral high ground. You cannot continue to sell China 
and do trade and make profit and keep your mouth quiet and you hope that, oh, this is just temporary. They really underestimate the Communist Party's true colors. Mm. Communists do not value human life. And they do not even care about their own country's economy. They want to do what they wanted to do, control, gain absolute power, and even trying to bully the world to take after them, to cuddle to them. It's a very interesting concept that you mentioned. We're going to go to break in a minute. We're going to come back and continue the conversation. But Lily, this idea that the Communist Party leaders in China don't even care about the economy. It's not even about money. It's about power and control. And they understand that they can live quite nicely, a very affluent lifestyle behind their pearly gates. They do not care about the mass of humanity in horrific conditions. They don't care. They don't care about the economy of China. They know that if they seize everything for themselves, that they will be fine. And I think that's something that people don't often realize. They always think, you know, follow the money, follow the money. I've always said, follow the power that comes first. The power comes first and then the money just flows right in. We're talking to Lily Tang Williams. You can find her at lilytangwilliams.com. It's lilytangwilliams.com. She's everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. She even has a YouTube channel and uh, she is just ringing the alarm. She is making giving a voice to the voiceless in China right now. And it is so very important. We're going to continue this discussion when we come back on the Shannon Joy show. Tonight, Lily Tang Williams joins me on the Shannon Joy show to discuss the extraordinary events in China, amazingly following in the footsteps of Iran and Brazil the Netherlands, Canada, individuals, regular people across the globe are rising up against the Great Reset. They're rising up against this global totalitarianism. They're rising up against uh, medical tyranny, lockdowns, shutdowns, controls on, on the economy, manipulations with our currency. In the Netherlands, 3,000 farms are slated to be seized by the government of Netherlands in retaliation for the uprisings and the protesting that the farmers are doing in the Netherlands against the Great Reset in these new global climate change regulations that are threatening to bankrupt thousands of small, medium-sized farmers across the Netherlands, this country being the supplier of nearly 80% of the world's agricultural goods. I mean, it's a in terms of the food supply, this is everything. In Brazil, millions of people turning out in protest against a rigged election that everyone knows was rigged. They refused to stand down. And this is now happening. We've talked to Inez Annie Cyrus over in Iran about the extraordinary revolution happening. Young people in Iran, young girls taking off the burqas, refusing to comply with the theocracy and the brutal regime in the nation of Iran. And this is now coming to China as well. So glad to have Lily Tang Williams with me in the Joy Virtual Studio to talk about this. The United States, you mentioned, Lily, in the last segment, this idea 
that world leaders, corporate leaders, bureaucrats, large global organizations like the UN continue to give lip service to this, but are not addressing the core problems of the legitimizing of China, communist China, brutal, oppressive regime, a full-on surveillance state. There are no rights. There's no constitution. There are no human rights. There haven't been for years yet. The movers and shakers on the global scene continue to do business. They continue to run cover. And this was very evident in a viral video now of a Fox News reporter, God bless her heart, for reporting actual news, she was able to get in front of Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, and she was able to ask him questions, which he refused to answer. And she asked him just a few hours ago, right? Do you have anything to say about the Chinese people's right to protest? Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. Do you have anything to say about the shutting off of the airdrop access? And this was something that Protesters have been using Lily to organize and to evade the surveillance of the CCP. Apple, Tim Cook, shut that off, took that away from the people, putting them in grave danger of arrest and even execution for their participation in these protests. She asked them, did he have anything to say about the iPhone factory workers beaten and detained for protesting the COVID lockdown and these new rounds of COVID lockdowns? She asked him point blank, should we be doing business with regimes that so grossly violate human rights blatantly? He had nothing to say. Similar to all the other corporate CEOs who take advantage of the slave labor in China so they can export their goods. We in the West here enjoy our low prices and we want our sneakers and our products and our materialism. And we don't want to look at what's happening in China. What are your thoughts on that? The, the corporate world, the, these massive bureaucracies, governments continuing to run cover for China. Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure, but having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver, assets that have stood the test of time, makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started, maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950, and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, and call Colonial Metals Group today. Well, that uh, I have been saying this for years, 
the communists understand capitalists who want to make money, want to make profits, want to cheapest products available, and they keep their head in the sand. They ignore talk about politics, but they fail to understand true nature of communists. They, just like Lenin said, we allow capitalists to sell us a rope. And we're going to use this rope to hang them later. Mm. And, and look at what happened to all the Chinese billionaires, including Alibaba ex-CEO Jack Ma. He had the biggest, richest private company in China. Look at his fate. When you allow those communists in control, they can take away your property. They can force you to retire. And they can shut you up. He's in prison, right? He's in he's in prison, correct? He was he was disappeared for a few months. He forced to retire. He forced to pay fines, billions dollars, mm. and his company was stopped from listing overseas. And he is basically um, living in Japan. Wow. <laughs> he, he showed up in Japan recently, and he was wiped out from China's social media. We were wow. wondering where's where's Jack Ma, a smart guy who had the courage to kind of give feedback, criticize China regulators on economy and the most successful businessman and fled China living overseas. Yeah, I'm sure he can mm-hmm. grab his a uh, few percentages of billions and billions to feel comfortable, but how about the people of China? How about my families and my friends and who are individual, just regular common folks and even under this kind of fascist, unelected, thuggish, mm-hmm. CCP-controlled government? They are mm. not legitimate, elected by people. That's why they don't care about people. And oh, I understand private business. They want to profit. They want the money. But they need to truly understand what the CCP is about. And would you do business with Nazis? Let me ask you again. They are the Nazis today. Mm. So don't glorify China. Don't have this romance with the middle kingdom of China. Mm. And they were a little bit free market oriented. But whenever you have a psycho sociopath person like Xi Jinping come rise to power, just like Chairman Mao Zedong, mm. then you have people dying and dying. It's time. It's time to decouple from China's economy to bring down, to build pressure onto CCP, build pressure for Xi Jinping to stop his zero COVID lockdown because that's a you know cruel, inhuman human rights abuses and people are dying and starving. And when are we going to come out to support and those people who don't have voices, who cannot even have airdrops to share videos and messages and leaders get locked down those young, Brave people are going to prison and might be there for many years. What am I going to do about that? Mm. I want to see some world leaders come out publicly. I want to see all the Republican, at least congressional leaders come out. And plus some Democrats still have a conscience who talk about human rights. It's time to put your words out there and to take actions. Lily, have any Republican congressmen, senators come out publicly yet to speak about the protests in China and the human rights abuses that are happening that you know of? I saw something from, uh, I think, uh, a few people, but still not enough. Yeah. 
not enough. I think you know that, uh, of course, uh, uh, they also have to worry about uh, their donors, and uh, mm. uh, some of them might be doing business in China. All of them and, are doing uh, business in China. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, like this, but you're, what you're identifying is one of the fatal flaws, a fallacy of, of pure capitalism, which it really frustrates me when conservatives embrace a system that is based completely on a profit motive and divorced from virtue or principle or any guiding principles or any type of, of humanity, right? Like it can't just be profit motive because then you can justify doing anything or ignoring anything because it makes a profit. And I am, I love free markets. I love free markets. But what we have today is not, capitalism is not a free market enterprise. It's a very different, in fact, it was actually a term that was created by Karl Marx and adopted for whatever reason as, uh, as a system that somehow we worship as the, the end-all be-all. But you can't just have this pure capitalism what, because then you could justify anything. You could justify the mass killing of individuals as long as it turns a profit. Like that, that should not make sense to most people. And that's essentially what's happening in China. And I think in the U.S., it's primarily conservatives and Republicans who have been kind of lulled into this acceptance of China as a trading partner because, look, they're embracing capitalism. Look, they're embracing our business people who are going over there and they can make a profit there. And they were ignoring the human rights abuses. And they were ignoring all of that. And remember, they used to tell us, Lily, well, look, look, we're going to get into bed with China and then we'll influence China. China will become more open. They will become more democratic. They will begin to value, hum you know, and we were dead wrong. If anything, China is now influencing us, not the other way around. Well, that's what I'm saying that I think people did have uh, um, some kind of uh, uh, hope or romance with China. Romance. Uh, look, yeah, it's like always like, oh, Chinese people are nice. If their government is willing to open up, adopt a limited free market, and we can make money. And remember, they're like 1.4 billion Chinese. They see as a potential consumers, mm. which I understand from, from the free market point of view. But the thing is, though, here's another side of free market can work. People like us who are consumers at a grassroots mm -hmm. level, we should walk and make an impact by moving our money too. Like mm -hmm. we can't just say if we all write to Tim Cook, we all pressure Apple or other big companies to say, if you continue right on China, and if you continue curtail to CCP, we're not going to buy your product. We're oh going to buy somebody else. So we have a counter strike. That's a truly free market. It's like a, I have my money freedom wherever I want to spend money, what products I want to buy. So I will encourage corporations to look at other ways, other places that are more, you know, like open and free instead of supply chain already in China. I will mm. suggest our U.S. government to really develop comprehensive new foreign policies. And China is our number one national security threat. China economy is 10 times bigger than Russia. And mm -hmm. why are we constantly, you know, 
to target Russia, 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 and then print money, send billions to Ukraine to fight this war, which is terrible, also for human lives and for the environment and for our economy and our energy crisis. But then cut off to China and keep mouth quiet. There is an organ harvest in China. What kind of crime against humanity? Uh. Teenagers are disappearing because now not just the government realize we can use a you know, prisoners in the dark prisons for organ transplant, harvesting, but we, the other people who want to make huge profit, they can also kidnap teenagers and sell their organs to the hospitals. Well, Lily, it's, but Lily, it's capitalism, right? Steal an organ, (laughs) make a profit, a little bit of sex trafficking here. It's just, it's capitalism. I mean, this is the, this is the point that I have with, people on our side of the political aisle, so to speak, you know, the right-leaning, conservative, uh, Christian, Republican, right, who have been, I think, lured into bed with this this brutal empire, right, and romanticized. And so to your point, I, you're, we have tossed around the idea of consumption strikes. This is something that could really really impact these massive corporations as they devalue our dollar and mess with our currency and shut down our supply lines and harass our small to medium-sized businesses. We, the people as consumers, we can tighten our belts. We can maybe decide to not buy the Pepsi or the Coke or the Nikes or the iPods. I mean, we have this ultimate control as consumers and they do at the end of the day want our money, right? So that is definitely something that I think is absolutely viable And I think that we should pursue it. I hope that organizations pop up and begin to bring light to this because this is becoming untenable. We are becoming China, not the other way around. And this is why we have a stake in what happens in China right now. It's why we need to support these people. Well, I also add, uh, I don't demonize capitalism because the capitalism is supposed to actually work best when there is a rule of law. But the people are doing business relying on China. They need to understand there's no rule of law yeah. in China. Right. It's a one-party dictatorship right. and yeah. fascist policies. They can stop you from transferring yeah. your money to overseas and they can lock down your factories and they can get rid of, you know, like 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 starving your workers. I mean, it's like a uh, even right. Taiwanese people, Foxconn, Taiwanese company, and Taiwanese company need to realize to move, move Foxconn to somewhere else. And mm-hmm. if international pressure building up against China human rights abuses and the support of the, the, the you know the, the people inside the China, then maybe we have hope to make them to stop this zero COVID lockdown. Right. Well, and I'll, you know I like the word free market better than capitalism because it's Marx's word, but I agree with you. The, the truth though is that we don't live in a capitalist country. I mean, when Pfizer and Moderna can go in and capture entire regulatory agencies like the FDA and the CDC and literally use our tax dollars and our bodies to trot out experimental vaccines, $8 billion that we paid Pfizer and Moderna to bring these toxic vaccines to market. Then they have a ready-made market because of all of the mandates, all of the coercion and the pressure. The federal government, state governments, and local governments dropped hundreds of millions of dollars in ad campaigns for Pfizer and Moderna. You can't tell me for a second that that's capitalism. That's not capitalism. No, 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 no. That's corporatism. That's corporatism, yes. But that most people think it is. On our side, that's the problem. 
that's the, we're confused about what a free market actually is and what no, because that we're not because our educational system totally failed to teach our young people what is real socialism uh -huh. communism and the capitalism yeah. they get confused they see the problems that's that's caused by capitalism actually it's caused by you know corporatism it's a big government business in bed together and yeah. the rate the taxpayers yeah. And the regular people are suffering, paying for yeah. price yeah. now we're, in the U.S. We're not a capitalist society by any stretch of the imagination, not even a little bit in the United States of America. We have some semblance of it, I think, at the local level, but up at the top, man, it has been, it's become pretty bad. We'll be back in a minute to close out this program. Fantastic guest today, Lily Tang Williams. You can find her on her website, lilytangwilliams.com. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to the final segment of the Shannon Joy Show. Tonight, joined by Lily Tang Williams. She is an advocate for liberty. She grew up during the Cultural Revolution and the import of totalitarianism, communism into China. She saw it firsthand, escaped to the United States of America and built a life here. And now she's fighting for liberty with uh, the knowledge that she has gained and the wisdom that she has gained from seeing these two types of political systems back to back. And she is here to tell all of us, it is at our back door. The United States is in a very dangerous position. We are beginning to adopt the policies and the ideologies of the Chinese Communist Party. We saw it in earnest with the lockdowns of 2020, all based on a lie. And it's only gotten worse since. Tonight, we're talking about the extraordinary revolutions across China. The people are rising up in revolt against continued COVID lockdowns. And this is now being, this is truly an extraordinary event that we're witnessing here. Former Fox News uh, Vice President John Moody in a piece in Epic Times said uh, in an interview with NTD, he called these massive protests unprecedented since the days of Tiananmen Square. Trevor Loudon, he is uh, an anti-communist activist and researcher. He's been on this program multiple times. We love Trevor. Uh, he speaks of an extraordinary opportunity. He said, if the people on the ground in China have significant support from the West, they will carry this on and we could see the end of the CCP. And he's been researching this for many years, uh, a brilliant commentator, Lily, there is an opportunity here to end this once and for all, to bring this to light, to stand with the people. But we do need corporations and businesses and politicians and our governments to even acknowledge what is happening. Uh, what do you think people should do? How can people begin to support and activate? I think that uh, um, people do have uh, individual efforts need to be made at a local state level and talk, talk to your congressional leaders, the elected people of a representative to say, what I can do about China? You know, because I think without even fire single shots, when they talk about wars, wars all the time, it, it's best to do right now to have the good politics counter China by decoupling because I know it's a short pain, it's very painful. Business have to spend money, have to move factories around and have to think about other supply chains. But would you like a long pain? I, I say Xi Jinping is going to be the emperor of China for next 10, 15, 20 years. He's emperor for life now. 
He yeah. got rid of term limits. And his CCPs, all his people, they got rid of all the reform-minded, even the free market-minded leaders like Li Keqiang. Mm. And all the people who were supposed to be saying, hey, war for Deng Xiaoping's open door policy and mm. under Jiang Zemin faction. So the best we can do right now is before China eat our lunch, we mm. need to rethink about our China's policies right now and work with your state. If you can make state legislation happening to ban Chinese companies from coming here to buy business, to buy land, oh. and to infiltrate into our schools and to have New York and sacred police stations and to have China style ESG to track companies mm. and to make them to conform to certain climate change narratives. And we have to stop all that China like, yeah. like almost like tyrants have envy for each other. If China um, can do that, we can do here. We can do it so too. It's up well, to people. People don't realize the extent of the influence that China wields in the United States of America, one of the largest land purchase agents in uh, in the country. They have lobbyists, one of the, the largest lobbyist organizations in Washington, D.C. They are in the pockets of nearly every politician, especially at the federal level, Republican and Democrat. They have think tanks. They have uh, business uh, liaisons and advocacy groups. And to your point, secret police secret police in New York City that spy on and surveil Chinese citizens here in the United States of America. It needs to end. And I think, Lily, people are fearful of this idea of decoupling from China. It really could spark a renaissance in the United States of America. Imagine if all of those factories came back here. Imagine if all of those jobs came back to the United States of America. Imagine if our government, our politicians were pro-business in America rather than pro-business in China. What does that mean for our people? It could mean a whole new life a whole new era of prosperity if we just rethink outside of the paradigm that we have been conditioned to think in for the past 20 to 30 years. You are a voice. You are a beacon. Lily Tang Williams, thank you so much. Um, I want to give a quick plug for those of you who want a really great resource in terms of good, solid reporting on what is happening in China. I can't recommend the Epic Times enough. This is a fantastic organization, a fantastic news organization. I subscribe to the Epic Times. I get the physical paper here at my home every week. It comes on Wednesday. You can get the online edition as well. But the Epic Times was actually started by uh, Chinese expats, Chinese uh, citizens, individuals who escaped from communist China and dispersed throughout the globe. And they created the Epic Times almost 20 years ago as a paper for Chinese expats, people who had escaped as to what was going on. And so um, I want to really recommend them for really great reporting. And also, obviously, Lily Tang Williams. She's all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Insta. She has a YouTube channel. And you can find all of that at lilytangwilliams.com and support her efforts. She's run for her office here in the U.S., and she's just doing fantastic work. So thank you so much. Any last statements, uh, thoughts? We have a couple minutes left, Lily, before we have to wrap it up. I wonder the world, freedom lovers, unite. It doesn't matter where you live. If we all can unite under freedom mm -hmm. and uh, not complying with the tyranny 
and we can win together. And by supporting Chinese protests today, actually we are doing ourselves a favor. So Chinese style totalitarianism and also terrorism, their tactics will not come to your city, your town, mm. your country. So we need to just keep doing and wake up people. One person of us can go out, work, wake up maybe 20 people. That would do it. It's a you know, it's numbers game, right? And I have to be brave. Like people who are facing jail to protest, what are we doing here in a relatively more free country? So do not keep your head in the sand. And, and, and if you're afraid of losing your job, losing your careers, I'm sure your time will come. You can do it in a private, smart way. Absolutely. So most important, be informed, be alert. We don't want to live, live in a very, very dark world. When the communists take over, it's over, you lose everything. It's over. Yes, it's over. And it's taken 50 years, 50 years since the Cultural Revolution. Uh, and we now have a glimmer of hope. Imagine that 50 years of darkness. If we allow this type of tyranny, this type of ideology, ideology to infiltrate our thinking, our society, our culture, our government, our local governments, everything is at stake. And I think that Lily, you understand that better than anyone. Thank you so much. First step for you guys is to go to her website, lilytangwilliams.com to get connected, get informed and support her mission and her advocacy. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. Lily, you are the best. And thank all of you for being with us. We'll be back next week to do it all again on the Shannon Joy Show. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.